What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another brand new installment of Renegades Reviews, exclusively here as always on the Casa D18 Studios channel. I, of course, am your host, the Renegade JJ Williams. And today we're going to continue going with some of my favorite movies, and we're going to discuss 1995's gambling flick, Casino, starring Robert De Niro, Sharon Stone, Joe Pesci, James Woods, Don Rickles, Kevin Pollack, Dick Smothers, and cameos from Frankie Avalon, Jane Meadows, and Steve Allen, all playing themselves. What's going on, everybody? Thank you for joining me here once again for another brand new installment of Renegades Reviews. And like I said during the introduction, we're going to continue going with some of my favorite films of all time, since this is still August, my birth month. And today we're going to discuss the film Casino. And this is easily my favorite De Niro film, my favorite Pesci film, my favorite Sharon Stone film. Just everything about this movie is iconic and epic to me. And a lot of people are like, but Goodfellas. Nah, in my personal opinion, Casino is better than Goodfellas. To each their own, we'll, I'll die on that hill, but that's just the way I feel. And I remember the first time I ever saw this movie was on the USA Network. So it was split up over two nights and it was edited for TV. But even still, watching it edited on TV, you still got the gist of what was going down. And like, as soon as I could, I rushed out and I bought the VHS copy, which was two VHS tapes for this film. Let's get right into it here, though, shall we? Our film opens in 1973 as sports handicapper and mafia associate Sam Ace Rothstein is sent by the Chicago Mafia to Las Vegas, Nevada to run the Tangiers Casino. Philip Green is positioned as the front man, serving as the CEO of the casino and hotel. But unofficially, Sam runs everything. Sam is able to quickly double the casino profits with cash skimmed directly from the count room before it can be tallied and delivered to the Midwest Mafia bosses. Remo Gaghi, the Chicago boss, sends Sam's childhood friend and mob enforcer, Nicky Santoro, to protect Sam and the casino. And Nicky makes sure that everyone is kept in line, but his own criminal activities start drawing too much media and law enforcement attention. Nicky recruits his younger brother, Dominic, and his childhood friend, Frankie Marino, to gather a crew that specializes in loan sharking, shakedowns, safe cracking, and jewelry store burglaries. Now, eventually, Nikki gets placed into the infamous Nevada Black Book, which bans him from every casino in Nevada. Like, you can't even go into the casino to go into a restaurant. It's that bad. You can't set foot in the parking lot. So if you're catching a bus down the Vegas Strip, and you get off the bus stop 
and you set foot on the casino property as you are setting foot off of the bus, you can get thrown in jail. It's that serious. Now, Sam ends up meeting and falling in love with a beautiful hustler, dancer, and former prostitute named Ginger McKenna. They eventually marry and have a daughter, but their marriage is quickly thrown into turmoil due to Ginger's relationship with her former boyfriend, con artist and pimp, Lester Diamond. Sam has Nikki and his crew beat Lester when they catch him accepting 25 grand from Ginger. As a result, Ginger turns to alcohol and develops an increasingly problematic drug addiction. In 1976, Sam fires his slot manager, Don Ward, for incompetence. But when Don's brother-in-law, the Clark County Commission Chairman, Pat Webb, fails to convince Sam to rehire Don, Webb arranges for Sam's gaming license to be denied, which jeopardizes his position. When Sam starts hosting a local television show from inside the casino, he ends up upsetting both Nikki and the bosses back home because he's making himself such a public figure and bringing unneeded attention upon himself. Sam blames Nikki's recklessness for ongoing police and Nevada gaming board pressure, and the two men argue furiously in the middle of the Mojave Desert. When the Midwest bosses discover that people on the inside are stealing from their skin, they install incompetent Kansas City underboss, Artie Piscano, to oversee the operation. Piscano ends up keeping written records of the operation's financials. Additionally, an FBI bug placed in Piscano's store for a separate crime catches him talking in detail about the casino skim, which prompts a full-on investigation of the Tangiers Casino. Sam seeks to divorce Ginger, who kidnaps their daughter and plans to free to Europe with her and Lester. Sam is able to convince Ginger to return with Amy, their daughter, then overhears her planning on the phone to kill him. Sam kicks her out of their home, but later relents. Ginger then approaches Nikki in order to get her valuables from Sam's safe deposit box, and the two end up starting an affair. Sam confronts and disowns Ginger and ends his friendship with Nikki. Nikki then kicks Ginger to the curb when she demands that he kills Sam. Drunk and furious, Ginger crashes her car into Sam's on the driveway and retrieves the key to their deposit box. She takes the contents of the box, but is arrested by the FBI as a witness. In 1979, the FBI closes the casino and Green agrees to cooperate. Piscano dies of a heart attack 
when federal agents discover his notebook. And the FBI approaches Sam for help by showing him pictures of Nikki and Ginger together, but he turns them down. The bosses are arrested and get ready for trial, and they start arranging the murders of anyone who might testify against them and prolong their subsequent sentences and prolong their subsequent sentences. Ginger dies of a drug overdose, and Sam barely escapes death via a car bomb, suspecting Nikki to be the culprit. The bosses, finally fed up with Nikki's recklessness, order Frankie and his crew to kill Nikki and his brother Dominic. Under the impression that they are attending a meetup in an Indiana cornfield, they are beaten with baseball bats, covered in quicklime, and buried alive in a shallow grave. With the mafia now completely out of the casino industry, Sam laments the new, impersonal, corporate-run resorts of modern-day Las Vegas. Sam is last seen working as a sports handicapper in San Diego, ending up, in his own words, right back where I started. Man, like I said at the beginning, this film is just such a solid flick between De Niro, um, Pesci, Sharon Stone, Scorsese. It's just such an epic film for me. And even though I was already interested in the gambling industry, the casino industry, before I saw this, it made me want to do research in the mafia influence of the casino industry of old and look more into the modern day casino industry. You know, I, I actually worked at a casino for a small time out here in Southern California, the Hawaiian Gardens Casino. Stat Boy also worked there. He actually had gotten the job first, and then I got a job there maybe a year or so after he had been working. And we both worked for that casino for a while. And it's not your standard casino because it's not in Vegas. It's not on an Indian reservation. There were no slot machines or anything like that, but there were still table game, card games, um, no craps, no roulette, nothing like that. But you could still play Texas Hold'em, um, Pie Gal Poker, etc. those type of games. But it was a really interesting experience and something that I may not have gotten to do or gotten a desire to do had I not loved this film so much. And, I mean, the soundtrack is amazing. So many great songs are piled into this film. The, the cinematography, the acting, the dialogue, it's all so brilliant, in my personal opinion. I can put this movie on anytime and watch it. As a matter of fact, this movie and Fight Club, which we did earlier this week, used to be my go-to films when I was really pissed off. If I needed to get that frustration and anger out, 
because I'm not a violent person. But if I needed to get that frustration and anger out, like just really wanted to beat something up, I'd either put on Fight Club or Casino. Either I'm watching guys get primal and beat each other up, or I'm watching mafia guys whack each other and just murder people. Either way, it was a great way for me to get my aggression out. When it comes to my rating for Casino, it should be no surprise. Five out of five for this one. This is another one of my all-time favorite films. So I had to get it when we did this month, taking a look at my favorite films. It's, it's easily top five for me of all time. Casino. What do you guys think of Casino? If you're watching along during the premiere, let me know. Leave your thoughts and comments over here. If you're watching along on demand later in the day, leave your thoughts and comments down here. But whatever you do, when you get out there on the social media, let's try to get those hashtags trending. Hashtag Casa D18 Studios. Hashtag Renegades Reviews. Hashtag Renegade Returns. And, of course, the ever-popular hashtag shenanigans. Merchandising. Merchandising? What's that? Merchandising. Come, I'll show you. Merchandising, merchandising, where the real money's made. Make sure you guys get out there. Do what that commercial just told you. Go to teespring.com slash stores slash Jeff Meacham Network. All the official merchandise of the Casa D18 Studios Brotherhood. Get you your Renegade J.J. Williams shirt. Dad's not always on wrestling. Stat Boy Sports Bar. Hashtag Stat Boy Approved. Hashtag shenanigans. Get you your official shirts for the Jeff Meacham Network. Three different designs of the Jeff Meacham Network logo for you to choose from, along with talk wrestling, Meachamania, so much more. It's still summertime. Go to the Teespring store. Get you a tank top. You can choose between the Renegade J.J. Williams and Meachamania. Either one is the perfect accessory for those barbecues, pool parties, beach bonfires, all those events that take place during those hot summer days and those even hotter summer nights. Get out there, show your love and support. While you're showing your love and support, do what that ticker tells you to do. If you enjoy my content, my daily videos, go to that PayPal, send me a few bucks as a donation. Keep in mind, everybody, I'm still not monetized, so I'm not making money on the YouTube side of things just yet, trying to get my view count up so I can become monetized. It's a long and arduous road, though. It's taken me a while. So if you enjoy my content, go to that PayPal, send me a couple bucks. Or if you don't want to send money, that's fine. Go to the Linktree link that scrolls along the bottom of the screen. Just type in that Linktree link. Click on the link for my Amazon movie wish list. Select a movie. It's my birthday month. Send me a movie as a gift. Constantly adding movies to it, updating it. Go there. When I receive the movie... I'll open it up live on Renegade Recap, give you guys a shout out. Likewise, when I factor it into a theme month, can sit down, watch it, review it, give you guys another shout out. I'll show you guys the same amount of love and support that you guys show to me. Make sure you guys tune in tomorrow, right back here on the Casa D18 Studios channel, right here on Renegade's Reviews. When we take a look at and start 
an entire week of Beatles-related content. And we're going to begin with The Birth of the Beatles, a TV film starring Stephen McKenna, Rod Culbertson, John Altman, Ray Ashcroft, Ryan Michael, David Nicholas Wilkinson, and Brian Jameson. It's a TV film. That's why the image looks like that. I couldn't find a widescreen type of image, so I had to just Jimmy rig something that I could find. But it was my first introduction to the tale of how the Beatles became the Beatles. So if you're a Beatles fan like myself, definitely not going to want to miss out on any of the next seven days as it's all going to be Beatles-related content. To all my loyal fans and viewers out there tuning in, join me for the premiere. I've been leaving your thoughts and comments over here. Thank you very much. I appreciate you greatly for tuning in and watching. Likewise, all my loyal fans and viewers out there, tune in a little bit later in the day, watching on demand, leaving your thoughts and comments down here. Thank you very much. I greatly appreciate each and every one of you. I appreciate all my loyal fans and viewers that tune in on a daily basis, watch and support me and my content. Thank you very much for watching, and I will see you guys next time.